Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Is there everybody that you meet in your life that completely inspires you, that you think about, I wonder what they're doing, I wonder where they're at in life? Well, it's Elizabeth Kay, your host of Fifty Shades of Kay, and my guest today is a very special friend of mine that I've known since we were freshmen in high school, Robin Richards. Hello, Robin. <laughs> Hi, Elizabeth. And Robin is here to talk about Mama's Momentum. This is something that she has started through uh, some healing that she's gone through. Robin had a childhood traumatic experience that happened to her that uh, we're going to get into in just a second here. But this podcast is all about health and healing and being on a journey of wellness, but also just trying to spread good energy into the world. Because, Robin, you've always been like that since I've known you in high school. Thank you, Elizabeth. I really, it's just so surreal being here and to even hear you say that, you know, because we were in a studio together in high school and now it's like, is this just play? Is this real? Am I really healing? Am I really spreading this to other people? And is that's, this really happening? Well, and what Robin's talking about, and now forgive me if we come up with all these different tangents. We've known each other for many, many years. But and I was a math teacher, so tangents are my specialty. <laughs> so we we connected recently on Facebook because she started listening to my podcast, and I started following her and what she's doing and what she's doing for moms and for herself, and she has these wellness retreats that you can be a part of. I thought, you need to come on Fifty Shades of K. But when she references that we were in a studio together, I've talked about it on the radio show and I've talked about it on this podcast that my family went through a tragedy back in 1998 Mm -hmm. when Robin and I were both juniors in high school. My cousin Jenny, who's a very close friend of mine, was killed by a drunk driver in Oak Creek heading to her boyfriend's house to give him his Christmas gift. And it it rocked my whole world. I mean, it our, rocked whole, our whole community, our whole community. Yeah. And personally for myself, she asked me to go with her that night. So I had a lot of survivor guilt that I dealt with. And I think sometimes still can come up a little bit and things that I think about that she's missed out on that I've been able to do. And Robin and I were a part of the sad chapter in our high school. And through the help of GE, we did a video, a PSA video where Robin was the actress and I was sort I of was. writing the script. Yeah, and we you were, were the a, narrator and we were in the studio <laughs> yeah. together. And now here we are. Here we are still spreading the same theme of missions, which is using our voices, using our talents, using our passions to help other people and help them just realize how beautiful the world is, even in the face of trauma and tragedy. Which is a perfect segue, Robin. And I'm warning people right now, grab the Kleenex. This There's a lot to talk about here. I feel um, like I should have a special fanny pack that oh, just has Kleenex because oh I tend to do that to people. And I don't mean to. It's just... You know, when you live with trauma and you're constantly in in a state of processing it because energy is neither created nor destroyed, but it can be transformed. I can't live in any other way that's not that's inauthentic. And it often brings out emotions in people. Yeah. But it's not that I'm trying to push buttons or triggers. It's just I'm just being me. I'm really embracing my voice and I'm really letting it shine. And I'm trying to use it in a way that helps others 
to express theirs and to find their connection because it's not, you don't have to have significant trauma in the form of one big event, even little tiny traumas, even being snubbed by somebody that you were interested in. All of these things, all of these things cause things that we now have science that shows we house trauma in our body and it actually gets transferred on. It can get transferred through our genes. And so this is the time for us to really step into that and not in a sad, we have to just, you know, be go goth and emo and all of these things kind of way let's step into it and embrace it to to transform energy well robin why don't you tell your story about what happened to you when uh you were five years old kindergarten well i was i was a four-year-old in five-year-old kindergarten so (laughs) you were a young one yeah and then i ended up being 17 in college and 21 when i first started teaching high school math so that's just kind of fun stories i do remember that in las vegas i do remember hearing that when i moved to minnesota i liked to i was in a professional development and this table of gentlemen said you know oh what were you doing in vegas and i always would tell them well of course i was a stripper you know just to throw them off right (laughs) i was a high school math teacher in las vegas people people live there it's a big it's a big city it's right normal. There, there's a walgreens there's yeah, churches exactly. it's not just strip clubs and bars no it's not but my story so i was four but in five-year-old kindergarten when my mother was murdered um she was murdered by my stepfather and there were three children in the house it was a very very violent um violent murder um and He has been since released from prison just three years ago, but that's a huge time period in between. It's 20, 27 years that he was in jail. And even during that time, just normal life takes place. And, and I struggled with infertility and my own sense of identity and just things that people struggle that don't experience significant childhood trauma. But most recently, after battling infertility and being blessed with a beautiful miracle baby girl. I returned to work after a year leave. And for 13 years, I was in public education as a high school math teacher. And then I transitioned into multiple roles, including instructional coach. And I hold my principal license. So I like to say that I was kind of the the woman behind the scenes, you know, doing a lot of the things Damn and, right. and running yeah. the show. Um, but all of those pieces, all of my work, even when I was in kindergarten and lost my, my mother, I transferred a passion for growth and activating fullest growth potential, not only in myself, but in others and through the form of education. And so that's what I kept doing. And the question of you asked me about why we're here in my story. I mean, it's this is what I'm writing, right? Like I could go on so many different tangents because I have been a person who has been raised in a metacognitive state. I've been thinking about my thinking and how I fit in the world and how I navigate it and how I collect more and more information to try to navigate who I am and how safe is this world really? And because you were you were robbed of that security of at such a and security. young age. In one form, but in another, I was gifted with the most amazing community and village through my father, through my stepmother, who is my mom, through my grandmother, through our high school experience. So when I talk about Mama's Momentum, Mama's Momentum is not the tragedy and the trauma of losing my mom. It's the transformation of energy from that event and from the community of people that I continue to meet that ha- that are my mom that have been my mom, that continue to be my mom. And a mama is not just a woman. And a mama is not 
just a person who gives birth. A mama is an empath. A mama is a caretaker. A mama is that cashier when you had the bad day and they just give you that slight little smile and light you up, right? Like they, they're everywhere. And I was gifted with a very, very strong direct community and supports within my family. And then again, I mean, I'm going to continue to credit my high school experience. Um, and so I've been trying to bring that to others. You and know, you through, are through. You, you are because I've been I've been I've been on your blog, which is mamasmomentum.com, and I got a little choked up when I was hearing Robin talk about how she, all these different people have been your your mama. Because you're I never thought about that, it like Elizabeth. that. Like every, you're included in that. Oh, and, you Robin, know, I, I'm serious. And part of the reason, you know, you can't find me on social media other than two years ago because, well, my mother was murdered and her murderer was released from prison, and I was always fearful of that. And there's pieces to that story, but he was on Facebook when he was released. And so this is a big deal for me. Like me using my voice right now, like being on social media, this is empowerment. Let me ask you though, how did he get out? How much time did he serve? I mean, he took someone's life and it was calculated, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was calculated. Um, there are a lot of misconceptions in our society. And so when we hear the word a justice system, we need to realize it's just a system. And right now it's a system that is working, not in a restorative manner. It's working to take the problems and lock them away. And the, the truth is, is that that's not what actually happens, especially when you're given a life term sentence. In the year that he was convicted, the life term ended up meaning 13 years without parole. And then he started being able to access parole after 13 years. Okay. So I am not um, deeply skilled or educated because of the level of anxiety and fear that the judicial system brings up for me, just as there's some TV shows I've had to limit watching and different media. I mean, I don't even watch the news now. Like, let's be real. I have to even filter some of that sure. for myself. And I think everybody should, right? Like, we, you need to figure out what those, those There's a time and are. place. There's a time yes. and place to get information. And, and when people... and, and and I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking um, to a friend of mine's teenage daughter who is getting some anxiety issues because of mm-hmm. what happened at the um, the shooting oh, in yeah. Florida yeah. and is having these moments of fear. And she told her daughter, she said, turn off the news. Just, turn it we, off. We need to sometimes get your information, but sometimes don't watch it over and over and over. And the repeated images over right. and over. That is too much sometimes. That actually, I mean, there's research being done right now that shows that trauma is transferable. And especially given our current situation in schools and with the school violence, teachers have been, there's research that shows that teachers are taking home trauma from the classrooms and from dealing with, um, you know, different situations. I mean, when you, so I was working in St. Paul Public Schools and, you know, it was January and we had a refugee family who came in and they only had sandals and I'm working with Minnesota. Yeah. And I'm the school assessment coordinator and I have to prepare this child who doesn't even speak English or have sandals who is living in a refugee camp for two years. I have to prepare them to take a state standardized test because math, even though they don't speak English, they still have to come in and take it. But the math test is really reading because there's a paragraph of reading beforehand. I mean, wow, that's a lot. So you can even hear me get fired up. No, that is a lot though. It's a lot, but like I don't take on anything as a little because I have seen the power of the connection of everything and of like really helping people get equity, not equality, but equity in access. And that includes with mental health. I am a person who lives with complex PTSD and I am fantastic 
Like, and I'm saying that out loud, and this is one of the first times that I am. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. But this is where it starts, right? This is where you start with something in your head or a little inkling, or you get that group of people, and you just start believing that you can be more. And we are, even with you asked me the question, and we've gone on multiple tangents, but anyone who was in my classroom for 13 years <laughs> you knows You called that's your what shot happens. at the start. Oh, yeah. First day of school, I'd draw a circle on the board. I'd put a point on the thing. I'd, I'd do a line. I'd, this is a tangent, because it touches the circle at one point and shoots off in multiple directions. And you're going to need to know what this is because we're going to do that here in this classroom. <laughs> and, you know, you had asked me or you said you're, you must have been a fantastic teacher. I mean, I'm very skilled at the craft of teaching and curriculum and instruction. But really, my talent is coaching because and that's I what you're doing. That's I what you're doing. Yeah, that's here what I'm us. doing. So right now with the vision board retreats and then, I mean, most excitingly is bringing wellness workshops to women. So, we, you know, we gather for Norwex or for Mary Kay or for Pampered Chef. And now I'm bringing self-care and personal development right into your living room, which is something that we'll get into at the end of this podcast where you can get more information. But let's go back to how he got out. So because that sentences. stirred up some more. That stirred oh, up yes. some anxieties, understandably so. Well, you know, when I was growing up, I had a misnomer that he was just going to be in there forever. And if you remember in the 90s, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're in Milwaukee, of course. Who doesn't yes, remember that? Yes. Um, he was killed in prison. And there was another man in prison that was injured. And when that happened, I remember asking my dad, saying, you know, dad, was that, was that, you know, was that him? Was that the guy who killed my mom and who got injured with Jeffrey Dahmer? And I ended up learning not only was it not him, but he actually was in a minimum security prison because of some different health issues that he had. Jeez. So so there have been a lot of things where I'm like, oh, OK, this really just is a system. Right. And a criminal to me. I have a very specific image of what a criminal looks like. And in today's world, my image doesn't necessarily match what quite a few other people view as a criminal. And so I've really ingrained pieces of my trauma into empowerment for looking more into things, not just, not just surface level, but really investigating. Well, so and that's I, kind of what, because you also recently on Facebook linked up to that story that Oprah Winfrey did. For about six, childhood trauma. About childhood mm-hmm. trauma. And she talks specifically about an organization here in Milwaukee. And Oprah grew up in Milwaukee and didn't have the best experiences here mm-hmm. in Milwaukee when she was a child. And she talked about that, about how instead of everyone typically looking at someone that has acted out or done something as terrible as a school shooting, instead of saying, why would they do that? Instead asking, what happened to you? Where does this come from? And and a lot of times it's something from the childhood, from their foundation that they never were able to work through. And that's why what you're doing is so inspiring. How did you get? I've always known you as a positive person and a caring person. Did, did Was this through therapy? Was this relationships? I know you talk a lot about our time at Thomas More. Mm-hmm. Now it's St. Thomas More. Was it your faith? I mean, how did you get to this? Because there's anger and confusion. Oh, yeah. There's two emotions. There's love and the opposite is fear. And that yeah. I mean, when you live in with complex PTSD and it's complex for me because, as we mentioned, he has gotten out of jail. And so um, are you scared? Yes. All the time. I mean, I'm at a point right now. So my current level of healing, 
I can speak about the past. Um, to me, so when you talk about therapy, therapy deals with the past. I am a person who has always been about what's happening right now and how can we plan for the future. That's And awesome. that's what a coach is, right? And that's what I've done for myself for all of these years and essentially what my family and what other important pivotal people around me have done. I would say number one in my past was my dad, my stepmom, my grandparents. I had the most amazing family relationships. relationships. I was very safe at home after having the most unsafe. And that even extended into, you know, my just the amount of love and attention because prayer and thoughts do matter. And, you know, I had there was a lieutenant who was on the case and he sent me a Christmas gift every year until I turned 17 years old. Wow. So, I mean, these little things matter. These things matter. Like shop with a cop, donate for those things. Like it matters when you flip the script on relationships and all of those. So it, but it's relationships and it's pushing in for me most recently. And that's part of why mama's momentum is me fierce healing, but spreading that activation of fullest growth potential to others. For me, it's inspiration partnered with education. I want to make sure that I'm learning more about how I really am doing this. And that's why I've developed seven areas of wellness, which I did independently. And then I Google it. Right. And it comes up with all these geriatric care facilities and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) you know, that's really been my end game, though, because I haven't been scared of death. I've witnessed death like I've I've been with death and I've been with people when they've passed. And my absolute I mean, my mom. I was in the room with her when she passed. And I was also with my grandma the week of prom and went through of, I remember that. I mean, I was speaking about, you know, theater and things. Um, She was supposed to come to my last performance when we were doing Godspell my senior year. You know, you write stories about this and she wasn't in the audience because she had to go to the hospital. That was when she first had her broken hip. And from there, that ending part of our high school years, I mean, I was, I really lost my my other mama, my grandma. And um, so they were extremely important to me. I'm not afraid of death, right? Like I'm, and I live my life as in if I died right now, what would I be okay with it? But then when I had my daughter, it was this transformational thing where I started having more memories of my mom. And I realized like, I don't have really strong, good memories. And I want to make sure that she knows what I've been doing and like what your potential is. And so that's where I really wanted to shift into bringing this here. But throughout that, my goal has always been, I want to age gracefully. Like I see people aging and my soul has been old, man. Like I, (laughs) my soul's old. And so it's funny because I'll get with I'll get with people who are older and they're like, I haven't talked to somebody, you know, I'm, I'm 35 now, but like I've done this my whole life because I'm more comfortable almost. And maybe that's being an only child and being with all older adult, but, and the trauma, but I want to age gracefully. So the seven areas of wellness to align with geriatric care. I mean, really we should be more proactive, right? Yes. Like, so let's start now. Let's start now with preventative. What care. are some of those? Well, the seven areas of wellness, we have emotional and spiritual. I was talking to you about how I've named it vocational instead of career or occupational because to me it's much more about your soul mission right and like we all have it well and and we talked about that before the mic started rolling robin asked if i was tired because i had an event last night and i looked at and i said yeah i am a little bit but i love my job these hours are crazy but i love what i do even though i get up at 3 a.m and you kind of talked about how you are coaching people to sort of find what fills their spirit. And for me, it's this. 
Yes, I love and that's it. through the vocation. So I'm an eclectic, right? And and I also am a learner and an, a person who's into input. Have you done the, the Strengths Finder test by any chance? No. Oh, I'm going to do... That's it. I'm declaring it right now. I have already a list of three. You're the fourth. I'm going to do a private Facebook group where we all do a book study on the, the Strengths Finder because I'm any in. woman... You end up do, taking a uh, you know quiz and then we can delve into it, but I'll facilitate to really see where our connections are and how we can dive deep. See, my thing is, how can we experience collective energy and collective learning, but individually personalizing that? That's what I believe is is going to just continue to happen with health and wellness. I lead Weight Watcher meetings. That's why I love it is because it's about you have this program and these tools, but personalizing it to meet your lifestyle and your needs. So anyways, the set, the areas of wellness, and we're going to do this with the Strength Finder because this relates to your intellectual wellness. I've aligned these areas of wellness that I'm doing more and more research on with energy centers and learning the science behind chakras and energy centers along with all the hippity dippity shit because that's cool too. Yes. Yeah. And And there's people that are really into the hippity dippity shit. And like I continue to say energy is neither created nor destroyed, but it's transformed. I mean, that's the law of conservation of energy. Like that's science right there. Well, and back to Oprah, who I love Oprah. Oprah always says, take responsibility (laughs) for the energy you bring into this room. And even when I walked around the hall, and I heard you talking to Kelly at our front desk, hearing your voice, I could just feel, yep, Robin has arrived. She is here. <laughs> Robin <And> has arrived. <laughs> I, but I mean it. We gave each other the biggest hug because yeah. you, you do. You bring you bring that energy. Well, which is I'm why excited like all the time. And that's the other getting back to complex you PTSD. Are. So you either live in, there's either love or fear. And I am constantly in fear. And fear, you can transform into excitement. Like that's the polarization of it. So I'm kind of like a little chihuahua. And it was really interesting when I came back from a, I did take a year of maternity leave. And when I came back, my principal at the time, he he would always say, hashtag, I'm so excited. I didn't even know what hashtags were because I wasn't on social media, <laughs> which like, I mean, I really Robin, am like geriatric care people. Robin's like, it's thinking funny. it's a pound sign. <laughs> it was. Pound symbol. What? It was. No. Yeah, I was like, is this on a rotary phone? I, even, you know, do you remember rotary phones? Yeah, I still do. Yeah. But I made a shirt that said hashtag, I'm so excited because I bring that energy to whatever I'm doing because why not? Like I have so much energy inside of me and so much fear that this is how I make my world safe. Recently, I was at my daughter goes to preschool two days a week from nine until noon. And we had conferences. I know it's crazy. A two and a half year old preschool conferences. But <laughs> obviously, if you're listening to this still, you can see that I like crazy and this is just who we are. And what yeah, we're doing. right, right. But the other time of the week, I'm staying at home with her. And then I'm also doing Weight Watcher meetings uh, once a week and then building this business and blah. I mean, it's it's just wonderful. And I wouldn't be able to do it without having my area of wellness, which this is my vocation. This is what I am called to do. And it's related to my healing. But at this conference, they asked, what are your hopes and dreams for your daughter? And I used to always engage with that a method called developmental designs with teaching. And it was just this profound moment. I was like, I want her to continue to be vibrant and safe in her world. This little girl, I take her out in the world. I don't play very well with children. I like to model experiences. So like we're going out to the grocery store and beforehand she'll be like, we need to make a list. Or if mama seems like she's losing her mind a little bit, she's like, we need to get a list. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this child is good. I don't even, I think I'm raising either a legend. She's going to be a legend for what it might be for crazy list making. Who knows? But yeah. 
But to have her know all of these tools that she's seeing me do, like list making and just being out in the world and being friendly and bringing that energy to people, that's how I have made my world safe, by owning my space in it, by developing relationships, by building community. And I am raising this little unbelievable angel who thinks that that's what the world is. And I'm going to continue to fight to make sure that she continue to build that world for herself. I can't make anything for anyone, anyone, (laughs) but I can continue to work on my areas of wellness and continue to just build them up and be the best me. And when I need help, I'm going to ask for help. And I ask for it all the time. It Amen. takes a village. I, it does. It really, really does. For everybody. Yeah. You're never too old to say that you need some help. No. My husband is the most amazing person and support and rock. <laughs> With you being back in town, you're also hosting a workshop, yeah. right? Because so you're like, doing those too. What, mm-hmm. What's that about? So. What I'm most excited about right now is because I, as a stay-at-home mom, I mean, I enjoy my daughter, but I really love being with other women and mamas, and I'm like a lion, right? Like, I want to be in a pack with other lion mamas and and doing all that, and so what I'm doing with Wellness Workshops is bringing the experience of inspiration, education, and support into your living room. So, one mama hosts it, and by the way, mama is not, again, it's not exclusive to woman or birthright. It's all about being an empath and a caretaker who needs some self-care yourself. And self-care can be getting a manicure, a pedicure. That's great. But the best investment that we can make is in ourselves and in our self-care extending to personal development. So the really expanding your brain and giving yourself time and space to be able to connect with yourself in a collective experience with like-minded people. Well, and you're here in Wisconsin, but you live in Minnesota Mm -hmm. and through Facebook and the internet and people that are interested in maybe participating. Do you do any of this via Skype or over social media? You know, it's so exciting. Do you need to be living in Minnesota or when you come back here? What's so exciting is this is (laughs) in education. I one time was putting on a professional development and played this video clip of putting together an airplane while it's in flight. Okay. So that's essentially what you're doing when you're a teacher. You're putting together an airplane you have the structure of the curriculum, but all these personalities are changing. And so you have to really manage to, you know, creating the curriculum to meet the differentiated needs and all that. And essentially, that's what I'm doing. I'm like a creative mess who creates a very um, step by step process in the end. But this is emerging as it's going. So, Elizabeth, I don't know where we're going to be. I mean, I didn't even have a business and a blog launched until three months ago. And right now I have coaching clients that I'm coaching privately. I'm running the wellness workshops and I'm hosting vision board retreats. So I'm just feeling it out and I'm not going to commit to anything. But, but you're not going to say no to right? it. I'm not going to say no to anything because the you seeds don't know that are yet. planted, you don't know. And technology is definitely something, I mean, I'm like the old person on, you should see me even text. It's like watching a dinosaur. It's really funny. I, I feel like you have to give yourself way more credit than that. Well, I mean, have you seen it? I don't think you've actually seen me. I was with my hairdresser who she's like 23 and, you know, totally she's like, oh, Instagram and doing all this flippy stuff with her phone. I have the same phone as her. And she's like, can you just send me this picture? And she ended up taking the phone out of my hand and just want like sending it because okay, I, then I you really are. I really <laughs> am an old person. You're an old soul. <laughs> yeah. You're an old soul. But I'm going to link up. Your blog. Yeah, mamasmomentum.com. And on there, there's a services. So you and can And there's check a Facebook the page yep. of Mama's Momentum, mm-hmm. too. As well, yep. And we'll link up to that because should someone listening to this want to connect with you, I'd hate for them to think that they can't because you are oh, in I Minnesota. I am open, yeah. 
100%. And you can contact me to be able to directly email me at robin.richards at mamasmomentum.com. And then on my website, there's ways to reach out and through the Facebook page as well. But, you know, you had asked me um, when we were initially talking, and I want to make sure that I say this because I was really thinking about this, about what would you hope for anyone who is who is suffering? You had said women, but... I'm not exclusive to women. We all suffer. That's part of the condition of being human. And it's it doesn't have to be suffering. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. And so I would want every person who is suffering to know that every single trauma is offering an opportunity for triumph. And I am living proof of that. But if you're listening to this, so are you. Like, you are. And that's real. And let's just keep growing a beautiful world together, even in the shit, guys. That's how you make flowers. So I am so proud of you. Thank you. I, I am so, so proud, of you, proud of you. Thank you. I really appreciate. I'm trying to learn how I'm being coached right now on how to say thank you and just be still in that moment because it's all about continuing to learn and grow. <laughs> yeah. And be grateful. Yeah. yeah but to, and to, I am grateful for you. Thank you so much. Well, this was awesome that we connected and I want to have you back, even if maybe it's over the phone. Yeah. That'd I would be love great. to have have you back on uh, Fifty Shades of K. And when you you know continue to develop this movement that you're doing with Mama's Momentum, Keep me posted. And you keep me posted. If you have ideas and thoughts, this is about empowerment. This is about how do we continue to just grow really greatness in all of our unique forms. Well, and I'm going to be a part of that workshop you're going to do with what is the book? Strength Finding? Or Yeah, we're going to do a private Facebook group. So if you want in on that. And maybe too, we do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, that'd yes. be great. Okay, if people do want to be a part of that. Let's have them email me, robin.richards at mamasmomentum.com. Everything will be at 991themix.com. You are so special, and I love you, and I love that you're here. Thank you. I love you too, Elizabeth. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe. So just open up your podcast app, or you can open up Fifty Shades of K on Google Play, and then hit the subscribe button. And I'd love it if you left a review and tell your friends about it. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.